Hey everyone, welcome to the Literary Lounge. I'm Paige. And I'm Emily. And today we're just having a spoiler-free book talk on some of our favorite romance books and our favorite romance tropes. Mm -hmm. Today's drink is the Fulton Seltzer Sporting Local. It's a local brewery here in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. What do you think of it, Em? It's really good. Um, I've liked these, I mean, the past several years I've been drinking them in the summer. You and I were talking a little bit about this like before the episode, how there's so many seltzers out there and it's really easy to like get burnt out on certain ones. Like I can't even look at a White Claw these days. It just went way too hard on them when they like first became like really popular. Yeah. And then do you like Trulies? I think they're too sweet. I don't like Trulies. I the only ones that I like are the um is like the fruit punch pack. Okay. Those are the only ones that I've like tried that I've actually like liked. I wouldn't like go pick it out, but like if I had if that was like my only option, I'd drink them. Yeah. But like my I like only like white claw black cherry for white claws. Really? Mango is like okay, but like the black cherry one's like my favorite because it tastes like a melted popsicle to me. I got really burnt out on black cherry because that was really? like my favorite too when I first started like buying white claw. Yeah. And now I can't I can't do it. Um yeah, I don't like Trulies. I've dabbled in like the Michelob ones. Have you tried um, the Bud Light ones? The Bud Light ones. Yeah. They're all decent. Um, but mm-hmm. big fan of the the Fulton hard seltzers. Like I don't know what it is about them. They're just really good and they're yeah. different, so it's just nice. Like mm-hmm. um yeah, and I I like that brewery too. It's right by Target Field. Um it's a fun place to hang out in the summer. Mm-hmm. They have like a decent deck patio area yeah uh, yeah support local yeah um so today's question of the week is what is your ideal date night with your spouse um we're like really big homebodies so we don't like ever go do anything like crazy mm-hmm. um most of the time like when we have like a weekend at home we're like oh let's have like a movie night downstairs like order pizza like make popcorn we'll make like a cocktail or drink wine and then we'll just like watch movies or like we're pretty I would say we're like pretty big movie buffs so like we'll sometimes go to the theater I feel like we go to movies like a lot more than most people do yeah like yeah you do we do go like a a couple times a month Mm -hmm. which I feel like is more than most people these days just with all like the streaming stuff and there's so many ways to watch tv from home now that it's like I feel like movie theaters are kind of struggling right now yeah I miss going to the movie theater. They it's took it fun. out of Maple Grove, so we have yeah. to like drive to go to one now. But you'd have to go to ours, like by our house in yeah. Coon Rapids. Mm-hmm. That's the one we've been to that one before. That one's a nice one too. They have like all the loungers. They have the best seats. Yeah, yeah. We go on Tuesdays. We're actually going tomorrow. Um, oh, nice. We're going to see the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. You what? <laughs> those are my favorite I don't Marvel like movies. Any of those movies? Like oh my God, we have the complete opposite taste in movies. I feel like you like all the Marvel like lord of the rings and like i hate <laughs> so you're saying movies. i'm a nerd <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that's that that's okay i'm okay with it um yeah good movies are fun what about you um like you said like me and david are also kind of like home buddies at least maybe i am i don't know if he is so much he's kind of like always down to do anything um but like we pretty much just like we'll go to a restaurant have a nice dinner and then come home and watch a movie <laughs> yeah that's pretty much it yeah mm-hmm. it was like fun going like during the summer like it's fun to like go to like breweries and stuff but obviously i can't i mean i can go but like not all like local breweries make like non-alcoholic yeah actually a lot of them don't so 
kind of just have to get like a local made like a lot of them have like locally made like sodas so like a local root beer or something but or like do you like kombucha no oh okay well no, I, I was gonna say i don't even of- know can i don't even know if i can have that yeah I'm assuming probably but um well it's got like yeast in it i guess i don't know if that's an issue or not I have no idea. still learning <laughs> yeah otherwise i was gonna say that could be an option i guess like i haven't had a good kombucha and then i also saw tiktoks on how like kombucha is made and it freaked me out oh yeah you you showed me like a picture of the it's disgusting um, what's that what's the live part called the mother <laughs> yeah you, there's a there's a more specific term for it but they call it the mother yeah you showed me one time a picture of like what the mother looks like and i was like i'm still gonna drink it <laughs> Yuck. it looks like a giant like live blob though yeah it's disgusting and not for me it is live but yeah yeah but I don't know. all right well should we get into it let's do it all right so the first question discuss the common romance tropes that we see in books and discuss books that use these tropes Mm -hmm. so let's first talk about enemies to lovers i feel like this is a really common trope yeah like i i'm sure there are and i can probably think of a few if i really try books that don't have it but most of the ones that come to mind is like where they always kind of start out like not liking each other or there's like a conflict of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Akatar has got some of that. Yep. Um, the book we did last week, Things We Never Got Over. Yes, that had a pretty big enemies to lovers situation. Um, the one I have is Ugly Love by Colleen Hoover. Okay, I haven't read that one. I feel like a few of Colleen Hoover's mm-hmm. could be enemies to lovers. I haven't read all of them, but I liked that one. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I feel like Sarah Dumas has a a decent amount of that in her books. Even if it's not like outright enemies where they're like fighting each other, there's still always kind of like a dislike with a lot of her like relationships. I feel like that'd be like a strong like fantasy trope. Because it'd, yeah. be, it'd be easy to write you enemies could, to lovers. Yeah, it'd be so easy to like come up with like a conflict. Like and I feel like in fantasy books they have like real conflicts, right? Like their their conflicts are like more severe because mm-hmm. there's just more like riding on on what's going on like in their worlds yeah it's a little bit more like i don't know barbaric's the right word mm-hmm. but just like more of that sort of thing do you like this trope i do mm-hmm. yep is it like one of your like top favorites, i or? i would say it is um sometimes it's it bothers me like if you listen to last week's episode you know <laughs> that like i was not a fan of their enemies to lovers vibe but, like, if you think about Akatar, for example, like, Resand gives, like, Damon Salvatore vibes kind of mm-hmm. for me, like, from Vampire Diaries. So, like, he's, like, a fun kind of, like, I don't know. I feel like I only get those vibes from him in, like, the first book and then, like, half of the second one. And then the rest, he's just, like, a little teddy bear, like, a little dark teddy bear. <laughs> I know. It actually kind of bothers me, like, when they start off kind of, like, tough and, like, pranky and then then, yeah then they get really soft and then you're like oh (laughs) sad (laughs) no but you know what i mean like the the allure is kind of gone you know they yeah they got the guy now it's not interesting anymore because the chase is over you Mm -hmm. know well that kind of ties into the next one which is friends to lovers in a sense like what do you think about that trope 
I haven't seen a lot of books with friends to lovers. I should probably preface that I don't actually read like tons and tons of romance books and usually dodge chiclet like it's my job. <laughs> um, but occasionally like we've recapped some for our podcast and like I've read a few, but yeah, the only one that, popular. Yeah. It yeah. And so the only one that comes to mind for me is um People We Meet on Vacation by Emily oh, Henry. Yeah. Have you heard of that one? Yeah, I have it. I haven't read it yet though. Okay. I wasn't a huge fan of it. Um just because it was just sick. That's basic. a really popular one, too. I know. And I, I didn't really like it very much. Yeah. Just because, like, they're friends. They go on trips every year together. They both kind of date other people. But it was just, um, there's nothing, like, super exciting about it, I guess. Mm-hmm. There's another series, um, The Summer. Well, I know, like, the TV series is The Summer I Turned Pretty. But, like, those books, those are supposed to be, like, strong friends to lovers books. I haven't read them yet, but I watched the show, and it, I really liked the show. Okay. And there there was a lot of that in the show, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they only have one season out. Their second season is coming out, I think, like, this summer or something. Okay. But um, a book that, like, I haven't really read any Friends to Lovers books, but one that I do want to read is um, Love in Other Words by Christina Lauren. Oh, That's a yeah. really popular one, too, that I added to my TBR. I want to read that one, too. We should do an episode on it, because I feel like... That's a very popular book. Like, a lot of people have read it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Let I us know it. in the comments. Should we do an episode on it? Yes. Should we read that book? It's on my Libby, like, wait list. I think I'm, like, 20 weeks out, so. Oh, wow. Yeah, so very popular. Yeah. It'd be a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, what about, like, fake dating? I don't like it just because I've only read, well, yeah. I think I've only read one romance book, and it was The Love Hypothesis, and it bothered the fuck out of me. Yeah. <laughs> There's, like, a little bit of it in Actar with, like, the Court of Nightmares. Oh. Like, you could kind of classify that as, like, fake dating. But it's super, like, minor. And Under the Mountain or Court of Nightmares? Court of Nightmares. Who's fake dating? They're the main characters. Feyre and Resand? Yeah, they have to, like put up a ruse that they're like together i wouldn't even call that fake dating that was literally for one scene <laughs> they, they go down there a couple times okay and they put on a show i guess i wouldn't categorize that as fake dating but kind of but like that's really the only scenario i can think of where i like it yeah i yeah i would be interested to like read a book that is actually like good with it mm-hmm. but like i just felt like the love hypothesis was so like corny and like Oh, I just didn't like it. Yeah. Um, I mentioned this last week, but I read Yours Truly by Abby Jimenez. Yeah. And that has some fake dating in it. And it's like an actual, like they have reasons that I can get behind. Okay. So that's going to be an episode here. So mm -hmm. I'll be reading that. So I'll get to read one. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Um, I read Dating Dr. Dill last year that has a fake dating trope. I'm blanking on like what the guy's reasoning was but if i'm remembering correctly like the female's reasoning was pretty decent um that's a pretty good book that's a very spicy book actually so you probably what did like you that. rate it what did i rate it yeah. i think i gave it four out of five okay mm-hmm. nice um what about like sunshine versus grumpy so last week's episode was that yeah so things we never got over um and the love hypothesis kind of oh yeah kind of yeah yeah i would say that but like he was grumpy as hell but like adam was like 
more subtle girl. He was like more serious. Yeah. I would still categorize that as that. Yeah. So I guess I mean I liked things we never got over. Um it was very I think it could be written better in a sunshine grumpy trope. Mm-hmm. But I mean I I would be interested in reading another one just to kind of get a more mm-hmm. of an idea about it like if I like it or not. What do you think of it? Um I think it can be done well. I didn't like last week's book. You all know that. And you did not like the love hypothesis either. No. So those are like terrible scenarios. I feel like a lot of like romantic books that I've liked have had a little bit of flavor of like Sunshine Grumpy where like Sarah J. Mass does a nice job of like crafting female characters, like not just Actar, like Throne of Glass and then Crescent City. Like I always love her female main characters because they always kind of have like their own quirks or like things about them that are kind of different. Yeah. And there's usually like some kind of serious guy or whatever that is kind of finds her endearing. Like, mm-hmm. so you get a little bit of that in those kind of books. I think like the Blood and Ash series, you could argue, has a little bit of that too. Okay. Maybe. But yeah. Yeah. Maybe I like when the female, there's like a strong, funny female character and the male is like a little more like mysterious and sexy. Yeah, I think I'd prefer that too over like someone who's just like straight up an asshole, grumpy. Yep. And an annoying. Mm -hmm. But so workplace dating. Um, I find it a little bit cringy Mm -hmm. just because like at least like my experience with like working in a corporate setting, that just seems like detrimental to me. Yeah. So I have a hard time believing that it can work. Although I do know people that do, like, work with their spouses, like, work for the same company. Like, that does happen, like, where I work and stuff. But, like, yeah. um, I guess it just seems like it would be harder than, like, what a lot of these books, like, make it out to be. Mm-hmm. There's, like, that, like, I, I can't call it a misconception, but there's, like, that idea that in hospital settings, mm-hmm. thank you to Grey's Anatomy, there's like the workplace dating, like the constant hookups in the on-call room and everything. Yeah. And like I have never worked in a hospital setting. Um, I only worked in home care. But I like saw a few TikToks that like that's actually real. <laughs> like I couldn't even. Really? Um, yeah. Like, I that's guess I so could gross. see that if you're like spending so much time there. I know. But like everyone's like spending so much time at work, you know? Yeah. So it's like how it's like not that different. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's like acceptable in that setting. I just feel like sometimes they work really long hours. Mm -hmm. Not like, again, not (laughs) saying it's acceptable, but I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. What about Forbidden Love? I haven't read or I can't like think of any books that I've read on Forbidden Love. I feel like I would like it, though. I need some like good book recommendations. Do you have any? I think that from Blood and Ash has a bit of that too. Okay. Yeah, Um, I have those. I want to read them. Yeah. Just, I don't want to spoil anything, but like the main character kind of thinks about the guy a certain way and then realizes there's more there than what she thought. And then she feels really conflicted. So um, that has some of it. I was like thinking a little outside the box on this one too, how like, I've read a couple books that take place like they're like historical fiction back like early 1900s where like gay marriage was not accepted. Um, You could argue that it's still not now, Um, but that 
back then it was definitely more of like a taboo situation yeah um so like seven husbands of evelyn hugo has like that trope and then um the hearts invisible furies by john boyd is like one of my favorite books that's not really a romance book though it's more about like a man in the early 1900s living in ireland which is like a very conservative country Mm -hmm. or like it was like back then especially like with catholicism and stuff and like it's about how he navigates being a gay man in a world that it's like they will literally like put like act violently towards him for being gay mm-hmm. and he has some romance and when he's kind of trying to figure out like his sexuality and stuff so i i would consider that kind of thing like forbidden love okay i would say i didn't love like seven husbands of Evel- evelyn hugo which i always get like a lot of like shock when i say that just because so many people loved that book i feel like a lot of the books that we have read on the podcast and like just read in general that are like very popular we have not liked i don't know why that is (laughs) yeah it's yeah it's weird but except we're like on the akatar bandwagon yeah Yeah, we're like ride or die like akatar but Mm -hmm. um i i liked like the the forbidden love piece of evelyn hugo um when she was going through her seven husbands i was kind of bored okay so, yeah anyway. i have it i still need to read it but now you're kind of making me not want to read well, it. well <laughs> i kind of want you to read it because i'd just be curious like what you think okay like am i just way off base i don't know yeah i guess there the book that we did last week things we never got over i liked you didn't so yeah. that's a very popular book too or so, like I the mean, push we had different views I on would, that one yeah yeah my views changed a little bit like once we were like talking more in depth about it but yeah, I don't, that one's not as popular, though, that, as, like, Akatar and, like, mm-hmm. the Lucy score books. and Yeah. Um. So, Forced Proximity. I always find that kind of cheesy. <laughs> yeah. Like, how many books have we read that there's, like, one bed? Yeah. Um, I, I haven't read too many that I can, like, think of or like if any but there is like a very popular series that i really want to read and it's the twisted series by Mm -hmm. is it anna wing or anna wing i'm Um, pronouncing i'm not sure but like i yeah i I know what you're trying to say like twisted love and yeah twisted games i think is one i would read those yeah i heard they're really really good are they forced proximity yeah i guess so okay yeah i wonder what kind I don't know. Like, is it the whole book? I don't know. I haven't read, like, I, I don't know. I haven't read them, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know, though, when I find out. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, let us know if you've read those books in the comments, if we should read them. If you yeah. liked them. Those are, I see those a lot on social media. Same. Um, what about, like, mates? Soulmates. <laughs> Here it comes. Yeah, Drake. <laughs> Akatar, love it. I, I think mean, it's sweet. I'm, I just feel like all the romanticy books that I've read, like all the Sarah Jeremass books, like, sorry, I don't want to, I don't know, I'm spoiling everything, but like, I'll, I read so many different books like that, that they all have that, like, they're mates, mm-hmm. you know? I think like, yeah, I mean, fantasy, there's any fantasy book like about Faye, i feel like and everything like there's gonna be some sort of like meat yeah but uh like soulmates for like non-fantasy have you read any books with that 
I don't know if I have. I don't know if I have either. I'm going to ask you a deep question. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Do you believe in soulmates? Um, I think so. Just, yeah, I feel like I do. I don't know if I want to get into it, though. But Yeah, maybe that's <laughs> yeah. a conversation for another day. Um, do you? I think so. I believe that whether it's God or a higher power or the universe or, like, whatever higher being is out there, like, I believe that it moves us in certain directions yeah. towards certain people whether it's a lesson or a love, like we go through things throughout life to teach us things. And then I also believe that things do work out for us. Do you believe in like reincarnation? Oh my God. <laughs> what? If you're asking, we're getting into it. Uh, no, you don't. So you don't believe that like, well, once we die, like we'll find our person again. Yeah. I hope that's the case. Like, okay. So, okay. Not that even that, like, we'll find our person again, but do you believe that our souls will enter, like, a new, like, do you think we'll be, like, reborn again? I hope so in some capacity. You just said you don't believe that. Well, I, like, going to heaven. Yeah. I believe that. I mean, because life is so sad if you just end up in the dirt and that's the end. Yeah. Like, I believe that, like, me and my husband, like, going back to the soulmate thing, like, I believe that we were brought together for a reason. Like, Mm -hmm. we complement each other so well. Like, we're just quite the pair. Like, I believe that there must be something out there that like brought us together. And so I think life is a lot more fun living knowing that like you're not just going to end up in the dirt and like that's the end. Yeah. Like I believe we go somewhere. Yeah. So like I've like read a little bit on like reincarnation and like I saw this like super interesting thing or I read this really interesting thing that said like it was from someone who believed in reincarnation, but, like, they, like, I don't know how they came about this information, but, like, they believed that, they believed in soulmates, and they believed that when you die, like, you'll always find your soulmate again. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're, like, reincarnated, like, in that life, like, you'll always, like, reconnect with, like, your soul family and, like, your soulmates. And I thought that was really, like, interesting. That's a lot more, like, comforting of a thought. Like Yeah, exactly. Like, whether it's that or, like, I do believe we go to like heaven where mm-hmm. we we are reunited with our people again. Like I definitely yeah. hope that that is true in some way, shape or form. Have you seen that Disney movie called, I think it's called like Soul. I think it's called Soul. Yeah. I think I've watched it one time. I'm blanking. Where on they're like, like in like the soul, like, like like the training school, like if it's in heaven, like you can either go to like heaven or you can like. Oh, they're in like purgatory. Yeah. Yeah. They can either go to heaven or they can like stay and like get mm-hmm. reincarnated in a way yeah like yeah it's interesting it is I don't know. but i love like <laughs> i love like these conversations but i'm also like are we losing followers right now yeah. <laughs> no i don't think like i'm i'm just it's just thoughts like yeah. i don't know what i believe in I, I we don't know the truth yeah exactly so it's just thoughts it's just interesting yeah topics to discuss and i feel like if you i don't know i i like that people feel like they can discuss this kind of stuff without getting angry about it and this like is defensive like, about it these are like my favorite topics to have when you're drunk yeah like aliens <laughs> yeah do you ever like get really drunk i know you and i have like done this before or like you just it's like you get into a deep conversation with people and you're just like so, so far down life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, like aliens or like yeah. reincarnation. We're literally heaven. We're literally sitting on a floating rock in the middle of space. <laughs> like it's like, crazy. Do we have chip microchips in us? Like you could just take our it birds some- actually spies. <laughs> what? It's a conspiracy theory. Yes, that birds aren't real. They're actually spies. I knew. I, I don't didn't like them for that, a reason. <laughs> I hate birds. I like little ones. Yeah, they're cute. Like little hummingbirds? Yeah, like hummy- hummingbirds, blue jays. Blue jays aren't little? Like chickadees? Well, like <laughs> birds that like, oh, like are normal size. Versus... Like, I don't like geese. I'm like terrified of geese. <laughs> they're not nice. <laughs> like where I went to college at Iowa State, they were mean. They oh would God. charge you on the sidewalk. Quick, another quick like side story. So me and David were sitting up in our living room and we have like a fireplace in there. I don't think I've ever told you about this. Oh. It's happening decent. I'm like, like not sure where this is going to go. but Pretty okay. recently. We heard flapping <gasps> in our like fireplace. Okay. Like in the chimney part. Yeah. Like loud flapping. Okay. And we're like, oh, it's like a bird or it's a bat. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we kind of just like, hopefully it flies out. Mm-hmm. Well, the next couple days we heard it again, and so David like opens the flue. Oh no! And we like put like our like fireplace like screen yeah. up against it, so like whatever's in there can't like fly around our house. Guess what? Fucking fell out of our chimney. Uh, a goose? A duck? Oh, <laughs> was it alive? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and like David tried to catch it, and it started flying around our house, <gasps> and like. <laughs> It was it was so sad. It was like hitting the walls and like the windows. And Bonnie, oh. Bonnie was like my dog. Bonnie was like running after it. Like her little, <laughs> the duck was like waddling on the ground. And Bonnie's nose was like right on its ass. Like oh my god. Yeah, it was crazy. Wait, we had a scenario like that too in our house with a duck, with a bird, like a little bird. Oh, it was like I don't even know what it was. I'm not gonna pretend to even. like in the fireplace chimney it flew into our house from our garage like when we first moved in a few years ago and yeah like nick opened the garage like the door that goes in from our garage into our house Mm -hmm. and like this like little brown bird like flew in and he was like oh there's a bird loose in our house and it like flew into our bedroom and like landed on our like curtain hanger and I literally, like, booked it out of there screaming. <laughs> I laid on the ground in the fetal position in our entryway and, like, did not move because I was so terrified. Aww. And he's, like, trying to chase it, like, shoo it out of our house. And he's like, Em, get the door. And I was Aww. like, I can't. And I was, like, freaking out. I feel bad for them because they'd, like, fly into the windows thinking that's, like, their way out. And then they get yeah. hurt and kill themselves. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I don't want it to get hurt or, like, die or anything. But I was just, like, did not want it to, like, land on me. Like, I think I would have lost my mind if that happened. Yeah. We'd have been so freaked out. I think eventually, I don't even remember. I might have opened the door for Nick. Or maybe I didn't. Maybe I just laid there. I don't remember. Anyway. It got out. <laughs> how did we get here from mates and soulmates (laughs) we went so far down that rabbit hole (laughs) oops sorry guys uh next different worlds (laughs) (laughs) um we read that abby jimenez book last year Mm -hmm. where the main the main characters the um in part of your worlds the woman was like a prestigious doctor in the twin cities falls for this guy that lives in like southern minnesota has very like a down to earth like small town lifestyle and they're trying to figure out how to make it to work mm-hmm. um that's what comes to mind what else have you read like different um 
I would say like the Haunting Adeline series falls under this. I've talked about this a few times in mm-hmm. episodes. If you like dark romance, read it. If you don't, definitely don't read it. Um, mm-hmm. Not for the faint of heart. But yeah, I mean, they're the two main characters are com- from completely different worlds, mm-hmm. like opposite ends of the spectrum. So yeah, I, I liked those books a lot. But. Yeah. You know other books that you would like? Have you heard of the Rhapsodic series? Mm-mm. So they're romanticy. But those are, like, different worlds where the woman, like, lives in California or something, like, you know, modern world, and then, like, falls in love with a guy that's, like, I read these a while ago, but he was, like, either a fae or, like, a, I don't want to say demon, but he was, like, something not human. And he was, like, in a completely different world, and they would, like, cross thresholds. Yeah. So, anyway, that's, like... That's a series that's very much like if you like Akatar, if you like from Blood and Ash, like any of those kind of books. Mm-hmm. Like Raps the Rhapsodic series is pretty good too, but they're they're like that. Okay. Just okay, this is like since we're done with like the tropes part mm-hmm. of it. Um, just to wrap that up, do you think like authors when they're writing a book, they like think of these specific tropes that they like want in their book and then they start writing? Or do you think like it just automatically happens? I feel like it's probably both. I mean, I would think that they'd be aware of it, right? Like, yeah. if you're writing, you know about how other people write about these kind of things. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, a, this is a common theme in romance books or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that they do know. I think that either they go in with the intent that they're going to have that trope or they find it along the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, about you? I, I agree with that. And like, I think like they probably pick out like one or two tropes, but like so many books have like a billion tropes like assigned mm-hmm. to them. So like they probably, I'm sure like half of them just like pop up, you know? I mean, you think about them like forced proximity that happens in like a lot of romance books and it's usually like a chapter, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, there's one bed, they're stuck in a room together, trapped in an elevator, whatever. Like yeah. that, that happens. It's just like a small trope. Mm-hmm. Usually there's more than one trope in like every romance book yeah yeah all right well let's discuss like types of spice and like the different levels of it yeah i bet this is gonna be the most the best question on this yeah Yeah. i'm excited (laughs) to talk about do you know what the different peppers are yeah well all like what do you like is there like a an actual ranking like one pepper is like a kiss oh i don't know that i just i kind of just categorize that myself it's probably like personal opinion yeah five peppers is like haunting adeline okay for me (laughs) uh it ends with us is probably like one or two compared to haunt okay so like my spectrum is probably way different than yours because i read haunting adeline (laughs) yeah so yeah five my whole spectrum before i read that I'd probably say Colleen Hoover was like a three out of five. But like after reading that, like my whole spectrum changed and it's yeah. like a one or a two, probably a one. Yeah. Um, I have yet to read like a spicy book that pushed me too far. So I'll I've give been, you one right now. I know. Okay. <laughs> or no, I don't. I want to read those this year. That's on my list. You should borrow it and then read it like now. Fuck. I want it. Okay. I will read it. Just because I feel like I have a little bit of wiggle room in books right now. Yeah. You'll, like, I feel like you're going to like it, but then you might think like, wow, you have a fucked up head page. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you and I, although we like do differ on some books, like for the most part, like some of our favorite books, like we share the same favorite books and mm-hmm. you liked those books. Yeah. So I would think I would. Um, But yeah, like I haven't 
been uncomfortable. The only time I was uncomfortable was if you guys listened to our love hypothesis episode. Um, my husband and I like listened to the audiobook of it. It was very different, like hearing somebody say the sexy things that are happening in the scenes or like doing the moaning noises and like Will you ever read a spicy book again or listen to one? I don't know. I mean, sometimes it just comes up on you and you weren't expecting it. Like True. So it's not like I'm gonna turn it off. Like I wouldn't read or I wouldn't listen to Hansi Nadeline. Yeah. No, I'll you definitely like, like read that one. You know that one's gonna be really spicy. Yeah. And it's probably gonna be like very cheesy if you yeah. listen to it. But I do like spicy books and like smut, whatever, like down for it. Like I mean, Actar's got it, Blood and Ash got has it, like some of like the chiclet books I've read, Dating Dr. Dill is very spicy. Like there's a lot of it and it's never like pushed me out of my comfort zone. Do you like young adult? Um, I prefer spicier books. I don't really Same. like fade to black. Where they like they start to like hook up or kiss and then like the chapter ends. Yeah. Where it's like you don't know what happened. Yeah. Um we literally read we read the Folk of the Air series. That's what I was just gonna say. I and I remember was, the name. <laughs> and I was literally like, did they? Yeah. Like you were like, Yeah, they did. I was like, I don't I must have missed the one sentence where they were like and they, they, had they sex. Up. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Like what do you like, I prefer the spice. Yeah. Yeah. But again, like after you read that book, your whole spice level is going to mm-hmm. be like completely changed. Okay. I'm intrigued. Yeah. So do you prefer fast paced or slow burn romances? Slow burn. Me too. Yeah. I don't like fast paced because I feel like it doesn't, it seems fake. Like it doesn't build up enough. Like, yeah. It seems like it was just like lazy writing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to no, be mean, you no, know. No, it's true. It's like, I mean, yeah, there are, like, quick hookups in the real world, people that, like, come onto each other very fast, but it's, like, it's more interesting to read about a slow build, and then you see their, like, romance development, too. You mm-hmm. see, like, how they got to that point, and you're, like, very invested in it, because yeah. there were so many, like, building blocks getting to that moment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. So, for the male love interest, do you, like, prefer someone who's, like, cocky or, like, the silent, quiet type? I think it's de- it depends on how it's done. Mm-hmm. Cause, I agree with that. like, oh, my God. I've, like, tried so hard not to bring up Akatar. But, it's like. It's just going to happen. But sh- <laughs> or just, like, Sarah J. Mass books in general. Like, she does a nice job of, like, cocky. Yeah. Where you're kind of like, oh, that's kind of hot. Yeah. And then there's other books that I read cocky, like. For example, um, It Ends With Us or like last week's episode on um, Things, things We Never Got Over, like didn't like that cockiness. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's like overdone to me. Yeah. So it, it depends on like how an author right. goes about yeah. it. But I, I do also like the silent type. Like I listened to an um, Allie Hazelwood novella, mm-hmm. like when I was driving down to the Ozarks the other weekend, it was like four hours. Do you know I told you, like, I wanted to listen to one of her, like, engineering books because so many people talked about how she did a great job with, like, the science on yep. the love hypothesis. So I listened to um, Below Zero, which is, like, about engineers. And the guy, like, loved him. He was, like, silent engineer, like, very smart, very respectful, like, didn't want a quick hookup, like, wanted mm-hmm. to, like, have, like, take her out on a date. Like, he was just, like, doing all the right things. I was, like, ha, like, that's great. Yeah. You know? You know? That's how my husband is. Silent type. 
know what I mean? Yeah, like, I feel like Dana a guy that like too. doesn't know that he's like got a lot to offer. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like it just depends like how they're written. Mm-hmm. And I think it also depends on the female main character too. Like what they're like as yeah, well. Yeah, like balance between them. So do you like like the fierce female or like the damsel in distress? I like a fierce female. Yeah. Girl power all the way. Definitely. Same. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So like overall, like what are your famous or your <laughs> overall, what are your favorite <laughs> romance books? Um. I don't think anybody's going to be surprised, but like all the romanticy books that Akatar. I've read, Akatar, Crescent City series, Throne of Glass, Blood and Ash, Rhapsodic, like um, they have all of these things that I like about tropes and spice and strong female main characters. Sarah yeah. G. Mass does a great job of like crafting strong females. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say I know she gets a lot of hate. And, like, some of her books a lot of people don't like. But I think Colleen Hoover, I do like her romance books. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very quick reads. And I feel like that's why. Mm-hmm. Um, Akatar, obviously. Love it. I have to read more um, fantasy. The ones that you mm-hmm. recommended. But I really like Abby Jimenez. Yeah. She is a good writer, too. Yes. Yeah. I, does she only have the two? I think she has a lot more books. She has a lot more. I just think, yeah. like, some of her earlier ones maybe aren't as popular, but I would not be, like, opposed to reading them. Yeah. I want to try one out. We love a, a Minnesotan author. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, trying to think. And I'm, like, racking my brain, like, what have oh, I read? Oh, Kristen Hanna. She does some romance. That's pretty good. Like, historical fiction romance. She always throws, like, a little romance yeah. in her books. Well, The Great Alone had romance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I liked did. that one. Um, trying to remember if Nightingale. Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read Nightingale, so. It's not, I don't think it has a whole lot of romance in it, but you do root for people a little bit. Cool. Well, that's our episode. Um, next week we are going to be talking about the second book in Lucy Scores series, "Things We Hide from the Light," is what it's called. I am curious to see how I feel about that one. I'm excited. Yeah, I, have, I liked the first one. I think there's potential that I could like this one better. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, so we're talking about that one next week. Um, thanks for joining us today on our book talk episode. If you have any romance books that you like, think we should give it a try, let us know in the comments. If you're on YouTube, it makes a big deal. If you are subscribing, commenting, giving us thumbs up. Same thing with our podcast. It means the world to us if you give us a five-star review. Leave us a comment. Um, yeah, we just, we're really grateful anytime that anybody is willing to support us. Yeah, and we're trying to build a community so like we really want you to like leave comments to kind mm-hmm. of build that community and like leave recommendations that other people can see not just us so yeah i mean i just i love that when we like engage people on instagram or whatever and we're like when we did that book talk episode with abby like what you know what was your favorite thriller or what are you excited to read this year like it's just mm-hmm. fun to see what like other people are, yeah. are reading talk to us we want to make more friends yeah and we want <laughs> book recommendations yes. i mean we're big readers we want to know too what you guys are reading and exactly. what you're liking so yeah cool well thanks for joining us and see you in the literary lounge next wednesday
Siap. Bye.